Hello. Um, I'm sorry I'm late. That's okay. That's okay. I understand it's it's pretty late where you are, huh? Yeah. Thank you for reaching out. Of course, of course. I'm uh, I'm sorry that you're going through this grief and loss. Um, you know, it's it's probably hard. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I'll start off by um, sharing a little bit about who I am. So my name is Simi. I uh, I'm from Colorado, which is a state in the U.S., and I'm in Michigan now. I just finished up school to be a therapist. My in my personal life, I've dealt with grief and loss, um, and and I've dealt with grief and loss this past year. Maybe you can tell me a little bit about yourself and. Um, why you reached out to us and kind of what you're looking for in terms of support. I'm Dave and um, I'm 23. I'm from Philippines and I'm a teacher actually. I graduated 2019 and I'm currently teaching as an English teacher. Speaking about grief because there are so many unspoken thoughts about it something like that and I don't know if other people can understand because I'm thinking that maybe those people who are like us those people who are in the grief club something like that can only understand the feeling because I don't think those people who are not part of the club can really understand maybe they can just tell us it's gonna be okay something like that but the thing is that they don't know how it feels because the thing never happened to them before so that's what I'm thinking and that's the reason why I'm not actually an open book I'm not actually um speaking about it in front of many people I mean in front of my family and friends especially if I know that in the first place they cannot understand the feeling simply because they never experience it. Yeah, so this idea that, you know, you want more of a familiarity maybe with like the language of grief and, you know, be able to talk about it with other people who've experienced it because it's difficult for those who haven't experienced it or aren't part of the club, right? Um, so what what it do you mind sharing what is your experience with grief? I never experienced grief before. It mm -hmm. only happened last last year 2020. Actually there are so many family members that I have lost. But the grief isn't fully there. I mean I cried and I felt sad. But the moment that this grief happened, it's it feels like it's a different thing. It's on a different level. And then it feels so different. Like, I thought I was grieving before. I thought I was mourning. But I realized that it's not grief. I'm just sad because... This is the first time that I experienced the real thing, which is the grief. That's what I thought. And I was really shocked. 
because of what it feels like i never experienced that it feels like something like this and it's very difficult to cope with it i never expected that it's gonna be difficult to wake up every morning and it's gonna be difficult to sleep at night something like that because when i lost my um grandmother it's not the same thing when i lost my mom right and i don't know why why it's different but this recent loss is like it's different it's to the highest level that i'm experiencing this tormenting feeling that I can't explain what it feels like. It's just so difficult. So you've experienced loss before, but this one feels different. And this one feels, it sounds like harder, right? Yes. And how did your, how did your mother die? It's because of cardiogenic shock, according to the doctor. But technically it's because of hypertension. So was it sudden? Was it a sudden death? Um, actually, we managed to be on the hospital. We were in the emergency room for a day. And then we finally decided to have her admitted. And now that we are in the room, it's only it, it only lasted two hours. Then after wow. that, it happened like... A sudden accident and it's unbelievable I, I didn't expect it I didn't expect it that it will happen like it's all of a sudden and I just said that I will just go down because the nurse said or asked me to get the medicine downstairs so I just went down and then when I returned, it happened all of the sudden. I didn't even able to talk to her. I didn't able to say something like anything that I want to say. It's just all of the sudden. It sounds like it's pretty, it's pretty sudden when it happened. And what was your relationship like with her? I grew up with her for my uh, 22 years of existence. We actually have a lot of happy memories, although sometimes we are fighting, something like that. But I kinda, I kinda miss all those memories that we had, all the happy memories, and all those memories are very clear in my mind. I just don't know where to start. Well, maybe we could start. Um, it might be helpful just sharing some of those happy memories. Like, what are some of the ones that come to your mind first? So, actually, I'm a huge Taylor Swift fan. Do you know her? <laughs> of course I know her. Who yeah. doesn't know Taylor Swift? Yeah. She lives in your country, right? Yeah, she has a new album. Well, it's an old album, right? Yeah. She re-recorded it. Yeah. Don't tell me you're a Swiftie. I'm not, but I can appreciate her, right? 
Yeah. She's the global icon and the artist of the decade. Yeah. So, actually, um, I'm I'm a huge fan of Taylor Swift since 2009 when I was just 11 years old, and she knows about it. And then one day when we went out in the market, and then there is this poster hanging there. So she she actually found out about that poster and then said maybe we can have it then i told her that we are not allowed to take it but she insisted it's your idol we should maybe ask permission for for me to have it like she really want me to have that poster because she knows that i really love taylor swift something like that and that memory is very sentimental to me because it feels like it's one of the moments where she is very or becoming very supportive. Actually, there are so many memories where she is very supportive. Um, I became a teacher because of her because of her hard work. I don't actually want to forget this memory when we had this trip in Tagaytay we didn't able to get in touch with her for three days and when I went home I am very surprised because the moment that she saw me she's crying and then when I asked why she said that it's because she missed me then I only said it's only for three days like it's just three days that I'm not at home and then suddenly you already missed me and I right. just can't believe that there are tears on it, on her face during that day I just can't believe that she's crying something like that it's kinda awkward though but it sounds like she cared about you yeah and you, you had a close relationship Yes, she do really care a lot. What else would you like to share about her? I, I, I actually don't want to speak about it. I just want to speak about the feeling. Okay. So, um, in that case, so one of the reasons that I ask about your relationship with her is because one of the things you mentioned was that this grief feels different um and there are a lot of factors that can go into that um some are your relationship to the person um whether they were a caregiver like a parent um your what's called attachment to them um from a young age um and some people find it helpful to like talk through those things and remember those memories. Um, but let's also talk about um, the feelings of grief too. So what sort of feelings do you have on a day-to-day -day, um, basis that make it difficult to um, live the life that you're used to living? I actually want to hear stories of grief. 
So, what brings you here? What brings me here? Yeah. Sure. If, if you want me to share, I'll share. Um, so, I... Um, let's see. So, my mother died when I was 10 years old. Um, she had colon, a type of cancer called colon cancer. And she was sick for about um, two years. Um, and then she passed away. And uh, that was very hard for me and my brothers and my father. Um, and from a very early age, I've had to learn how to navigate um, with grief. Um, and I will say this, grief never fully goes away. Um, it always kind of stays with us, but it takes on different meaning, you know, throughout, um, throughout my years and development and life. It, it changes, you know, um, develops. Yeah. Um, grief is like a wave, I, right? It's like a what? It's like a wave. It's like some sort of ocean waves. Yeah, sometimes definitely. high tide, sometimes low tide. Yeah, and and it's still affecting me in ways I'm still learning about, and I'm an adult. Um, um, and so yeah, and then when I got older, um, other people in my life also died. So. Um, one of my mom's friends who helped her when she was sick died also of cancer. Um, one of my teachers died. Um, I had a classmate who, um, uh, took his life and, and completed suicide. Um, my uncle, um, died. My grandmother died when I was in college. And uh, I had a very close friend uh, after college who, who also uh, killed himself. So it's always been a constant in my life, this idea of grief um, and loss. And so I've always been interested in, in helping others and learning about it and, um, and kind of re-engaging with that as I... Um, get older but yeah I mean it's it's taken on different forms there in my life there are times when I'm grieving immensely where in the immediate aftermath of a death I will you know cry a lot I'll question a lot of things I'll have a lot of anger I um, you know don't want to get out of bed um, and then, you know, um, there's an idea of like accepting the things that are happening and, um, kind of just like creating small goals of like, okay, I'm going to get out of bed. I'm going to set my alarm and I'm going to get out of bed. I'm going to go for a walk. Um, but also, I mean, you mentioned like water as a metaphor and kind of riding it and not trying to fight it. Um, I've found that I can't really fight grief. 
the loss is very real and it will stay with me for the rest of my life and and to let it soak over me and, and kind of feel it and understand and in doing so I've tried to connect in different ways um, so like you mentioned your mother uh, was a reason for you being a teacher my mother uh, was a reason for me going into the field that I'm in um, and with a lot of passions that I have and values and I, I read some of her writing um, and I connect in different ways um, yeah I've also like started to study a little bit I took a course on grief and loss this past year and have read some books and that you might find helpful um, and listen to some podcasts, um, which I can re recommend to you. Um, but yeah, um, does that answer your question? Um, yes. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. I, I, I just can't imagine that you were just 10 years old because... Mm -hmm. My mom, she managed to be on my graduation during college. I graduated 2019 and it mm -hmm. happened 2020. I even got my license year 2019. It feels like she waited for all those things to happen before she left. It feels like she wanted to... To witness all of those, it seems like it was very well planned, something like that. That's what I thought. It's It feels like it's really planned and I'm fully not aware about what's gonna happen next because we were very happy when I got my license. When I got my first teaching job, mm -hmm. then suddenly there's this pandemic, and then it ha it just happened. And that's one of the things with grief. Um, you know, it's not, it is the loss of the person, and also it's the loss of our sense of normalcy and what's normal and what's routine and then all of a sudden we're faced and we have to create a new normal and that that's very very difficult it's kind of weird to experience this kind of thing because i'm actually not aware about this feeling because i'm a newbie like mm -hmm. in this grief club i'm a newbie and I don't actually know anything about it I just all of the sudden feel this feeling and I never speak to someone who experienced the same thing mm -hmm. so it's just I'm just very glad that I'm currently talking to a person who experienced the same thing and I'm hoping that maybe I can join your group grief support if ever you're gonna have a session because i do really want to listen to other grief stories because it's kind of like every time i'm listening to 
other stories of grief, I feel like I'm not alone. And then uh -huh. I feel like um, there are other people who experience the same thing. There are other people who can feel the feeling that I'm feeling. Something like that. Because I just can't imagine that grief really um, very striking to the point that it feels like every second and every hour there is a sadness something like that and I don't know when it's gonna be over they say that time can heal actually it's almost a year it's almost a year but still it feels like it happened yesterday yeah and i do really believe that grief grief is like a wave because sometimes the feeling is very very strong and sometimes it's just it feels like a normal day but still i can feel the empty piece the empty pieces inside you know what i mean mm -hmm. absolutely absolutely that's very um it's all very common um unfortunately and um i think there is some truth when people say time will heal, but it's also not always helpful to hear that. Um, How about based on your own experience, like you were just 10 years mm -hmm. old and how old are you now? I'm sorry. I'm 34. <laughs> so it's been um, almost a decade, right? It's been 24 years, yeah. So... I think you can answer that question like do you really think time can heal what do you think because um, yeah that's a good question because I don't um, really know if it is really true because I don't know what do you think I think um, hmm. for me Time has definitely helped. However, I think it's also important not to be always passive about it and to be active about the grief and to explore our thoughts. It's like, it's not just time. Um, but I think, yeah, I think in some ways it's true, and in other ways, it's just something people say because they don't know what else to say. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I also, but like, I don't think, yeah, I don't think I'll ever fully be healed in the sense, um, like, however, I've learned to live a life that is meaningful and that I can embrace the grief um, and live with it. I, th I think 
every day that we live with grief is a new lesson, you know? And maybe it's a lesson about ourselves and maybe it's a lesson about our relationship with the person that we've lost. Um, but every day is a new lesson. I don't, I don't know if it's, it's a matter of healing, but I hear what you're saying in that, like, it sounds like you're in a lot of pain, you know? And people try to, people don't want to hear that people are in pain. It makes people uncomfortable. And so they'll say things like time heals um, it, because they don't want to deal with our pain. Um, I don't find that always helpful. I think the pain is, is um, we need to talk about the pain a little bit. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Yeah. So your answer is like, it's in between because it's a yes or no answer, right? I mean, it's a yes or no question. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think that's a good point. I also think grief is such a uh, individual experience um, that for some people it's helpful hearing that time will heal and for other people's uh, that might be the last thing that they want to hear. Um, it's such an individual experience. What? How do you feel when people say that? Um, I feel like they are saying that it's okay. You'll forget it soon. Mm -hmm. Through time. But I'm thinking that no, time can't heal because it's like a mark. And this mark will be part of our life forever. Because my own perspective about grief is like, just like what they are saying, um, grief is love with no place to go. So, if they are saying that time can heal, it means that the love that you have for that person will be gone. And you can't feel any kind of sadness anymore. It feels like it didn't happen. Something like that. Because my own perspective about grief is like, it's a mark and it will be part of our life forever. And actually, speaking about time, I'm actually starting to learn how to live with it how to live with this kind of life like how to live with sadness something like that i kind of manage it through time mm -hmm. because during the first month it's very tormenting mm -hmm. i can't imagine the tormenting feeling that i had during those first days but through time, it became a wave. It became an ocean wave. And the wave is very... The wave is very strong, especially on holidays. It feels like those holidays is like... I wish 
there is no holidays anymore because every time that holidays are coming something like that i feel like um the sadness is very strong that i can't manage it anymore mm-hmm. holidays are hard holidays are hard i found holidays how do you manage how do i manage um sometimes i cry <laughs> like sometimes Christmas, I, new year yeah because those um, holidays are family days yeah yeah do you have any other family that you spend time with i'm actually an only child i wish i mm-hmm. had siblings but mm-hmm. i didn't have so i don't have much friends I'm, I think it's just me. That's why it's more difficult. And I have my best friend. But he never experienced it. And I don't think he understands. Yeah. And so you usually spend holidays by yourself now? Yes. It's very hard. Yeah. Do you think your friend would understand if you were to say to them, hey, this holiday is coming up. Um, like, I don't want to be alone. Can I join you for the holiday? Um, actually, we're not that very open. Mm-hmm. Especially on such kind of holidays. I mean, I'm welcome, but I never dare asking them. Like, I'm just an outsider. I mean, it's their family time, right? But actually, during those holidays, I'm thinking like, it's better to hang out with people in the grief club then have some fun like some sort of party like let's just have or let's just we all have each other in the grief club and i actually want to have such kind of squad but i actually don't know where to find those kind of people i actually kind of want to have this house party with them something like that during those holidays then have this a session speaking about our own stories listening to other stories of grief then comforting each other and then having each other's back those things are things that i want to do during holidays Mm-hmm. because it will lessen the pain because if I'm I will celebrate holidays with other people who do not understand the feeling of grief it feels like the pain will be stronger if it happened I don't know how to explain but that's what 
I can foresee, but I don't know. I never tried. Maybe it's gonna be a happy moment, right? Who knows? Yeah. How about you? Have you tried it? Um. Yeah. So it sounds like that. You know. You're worried that they might not understand, and you want to be around people who would understand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, I, you know, I spend holidays with my family, um, but even then, they're hard. I mean, there are days when I, you know, wish my mother were there. Like holidays are a big one. Graduations are big too. Um, also, when I have questions about life, you know, I wish that she were there so I could just ask her. Um, How about your dad? Yeah, my dad. Sometimes I, you know, I'll ask my dad, and, and we spend time with each other. Um, but you know, they're two different people. You know, like he can't be a replacement for her. Um, and he never will be, um, and he doesn't, he, you know, and we have a really close relationship, me and my father, but um, their conversations or um, things that you can't really describe that he will never be able to, you know, replace. But um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's tough. Sometimes people will create rituals around the holidays um, to remember their loss. Um, and I think one thing I could say is like, the idea is not necessarily to make those hard times easier, but to like, work through those difficult, painful times. Like mm -hmm. there are going to be times when you are lonely and there are going to be times when you wish your mother were there. And um, there's n really not a whole lot that can make up for that. But I mean, really sitting with those feelings and I don't know if you're a writer or you can record them on your phone or reading but, or, I don't know, like, you know, doing something that maybe your mother really enjoyed or that you enjoyed doing together um, and working through that. Um, but that's tough. I mean, I don't know if it's a cultural thing. I, I can relate to this idea of not wanting to ask other people to join them. Um, like when I, when my mother died, I didn't want to burden every, anybody with my sadness. Um, and I feel like I'm such a burden with them, right? Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes that's, that's all in our head and not, you know, um, it's not a reality. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, may I ask? Yeah. What is your own perspective about grief? Uh, my own perspective, could you be uh, specific? 
I have a lot of thoughts on grief, you know? Like, what do you think is it, based on your experience, what is grief? Grief is a reaction um, to loss, you know, when things are in our lives and then they're not anymore. And um, we develop really strong bonds with people. Um, and when those bonds aren't physically there, that process of reimagining what that might be um, and figuring out where to put that bond in our life um, is the process of grief. Um, and like sometimes that has to go in, internal. Like we can't replace anybody. You know, I can't like put the bonds that I had with my mother inside of my father. Like that's not going to happen. Um, what are, but they, kind what of are like, you doing when when you miss her? When you miss her? What do I do when I miss her? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, Because. Um, I don't really know what to do, like, I can't help it, but I don't know what to do. I just wanna speak to her and be with her, something like that, but I just don't know how. So, what do you do? Yeah, um, one tool you can do um, that a lot of people like, and I've done this a lot too, um, is you can write a letter to her. I mean, you said you have a lot of things that you'd like to say to her, but you can't. And sometimes in those moments, a lot of people find a lot of power in, in writing that down. Like, dear mom, um, I had a really hard day today. You know, I miss you. I wish you were here. And this happened to me and remember that time. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. Is, is that something that appeals to you? I, I actually have my diary. Mm -hmm. And then I actually a kind of person who still write on their diary. Mm -hmm. And then when it happened, I just change it to dear mom. Yeah. But I just suddenly stop and I'm not writing on my diaries anymore. So I'm just thinking like, you know, I'm very curious with time travel and then parallel universe because maybe they are still out there. That's what I'm thinking like, where are they? Are they still out there existing like? If they are still existing somewhere, where can I find them? Like some sort of parallel universe or time travel? Maybe those things are possible. Um, we just have to do something to make it works. Something like that. So, maybe... Um, it will happen and then we can manage to be with them again so what is your own perspective about what is your own perspective about it because I know it's taboo right because it's taboo to talk about it 
Yeah. Um, you know, it is something that makes people uncomfortable, but it shouldn't be. I think people should be able to talk about death and, and their thoughts on it. Um, my thoughts on death are that when a, someone dies, that's permanent and that's irreversible. And that, but I do think their spirit uh, kind of lives on in, inside of us and in, in our experiences. Um, that's what I believe because for me, that's been helpful in my acceptance of the grief and knowing that um, what happened cannot be changed. Um, and so I have to learn how to live with the grief um, rather than try to change the circumstances that cause the grief. Um, however, um, those are just my views and everyone has their own personal views. Um, yeah, that was an interesting question. Did I answer your question? Yes. So I'm actually thinking like, how do you manage to give something back to her? Like, because of everything that she has done to us, so how can we actually give something back to them? now that they are not here anymore? That's a great question. Um, well, let me ask you this. What would your, what would your mother want? You know? A lot of things. Actually, there are so many plans that I have for her, but it's all gone. And I don't know how can I fulfill all of those now that she's not here anymore? So I'll share some examples. Like, um, it's just so. I can. Um, I just think that it's just unfair, right? Mm -hmm. Because others experience to have their mom with them, then have quality time together, and then do everything that they want for their mothers and then we don't even we didn't even manage to have some sort of quality time with them using our own money buying them anything they want then going to this very special place with them using our own money because I just graduated college so I'm just very, I'm just thinking about the time mm -hmm. that has been lost because of what happened. Yeah. It's just so sad. Yeah, a lot of, yeah, a lot of things have been taken from you, um, including time, you know, time to spend with your mother. 
and how does that make you feel when you think about you know the time that was taken from you I feel so depressed I guess yeah. and I don't really know how to manage during those situations when I feel like it's just sad that we're not able to watch dramas series on Netflix together just like what we were doing before mm -hmm. I don't actually know what to do during those times well what do you do during those times I ask because it's, it's been a year or so right and um, even though it you've done a good job so far right you're you're still here and you're still you know taking action to make your life positive right yeah but sometimes i just feel like nothing mm -hmm. sometimes i just get tired of it and then suddenly i feel empty mm -hmm. just nothing it's very difficult to explain but it's just feel it just feels like nothing empty mm -hmm. and I don't know if there is a medicine that I can take for this I just want it to be gone mm -hmm. but I don't know how have you seen a doctor I've never seen one. Actually, yeah. this is my very first grip support. Some people uh, like talking about it with their doctor. Um, Are you actually, or did you take medicine or medication before? Uh, I did not as you a kid. With your grip? No, I didn't. I didn't take medicine. Um, not until I was later in, as an adult um, to deal with anxiety. Um, some people medicine helps them some people it doesn't um, just depends on what your doctor says um, but I, I hear that you know you feel empty when you think about her um, and I think you're doing great things right now by talking about it because it sounds like you haven't talked about it with anyone yet right yes and one of the reasons is i don't actually know what are the words to say to mm -hmm. them i can't find words but there are so many unspoken thoughts in my head i just can't put all of those into words it's mm -hmm. kind of difficult to explain yeah but there are a lot of thoughts i think you're doing a, a good job explaining your your thoughts and your feelings i know it can be tough and um, but I, I think you're doing a little better at it than you you might realize um, one thing if you're willing to maybe next week um if you're up for it you can share what you've written in your journal or what you've written to your mother um, 
would that be something you're interested in? Sure. I actually Because that can help us with our, our words sometimes. I actually want to be a volunteer. Mm-hmm. Can you with help us, me? yeah. Can you actually help me to be part of your group? Because Um yeah, perhaps. Because I do really want to listen to other stories of grief and then speak about it. Okay. Um, let me think about that and see what kind of... Um, we do have groups. Um, I don't know if the timing works out with the time difference. And maybe just... I will send you a podcast as well. Do you like podcasts? Yeah, I kind of listen to... Mitch Albom's podcast about grief. Oh, okay. Mitch Albom's a great one. I'm actually um, a fan of him. You what? I'm actually a fan of Mitch Albom. Yeah, he's got some great books, huh? Um, I'll send you another one that you might like. Um, and how are you feeling in the next coming week? Do you think that you can manage enough to be safe? I'm not suicidal. Okay, that's what I was asking. Yeah. Um, it's just a formality to ask. Um, and that's fine. Like, sometimes things just can be really, like, painful and hard, even if we're not, you know, thinking of suicide. So, um, and then, are we going to keep journaling and writing those letters? Because that seems that it might be helpful. How is this for you? Is this okay? It's great. Okay, good. I hope that um, these sessions will be a chance for you to kind of just explore your thoughts and, and talk a little bit. So, all right, I will send a new link for you for next week, okay? Okay. All right. Bye, Dave. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you.